Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey. And I'm Seb. And I'm Taylor. And we're just two average guys on our partner's podcast. Welcome. We're so excited to have y'all on here. That's That sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> really, we're excited, but we know you're nervous, so it's okay. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's one thing to support, you know, partners and doing this awesome and vulnerable thing, but then not expecting to be looped in on it. Uh, thought there's a little safety barrier there, but that's okay. We're here. We're going to do our thing and answer some questions and just try and be open. Well, we wanted everybody to get a baseline of our relationship since relationship growth is part of overall growth. All right. Well, I am going to introduce Taylor a little bit. So he is, he retook his Enneagram test last night, even though he's taken it so many times. And we've already talked about Enneagram and how he doesn't actually have an Enneagram, but I think he's a five and I think he agrees. I can see that. Yeah. And I think you maybe said that last time you were like, I think he's a five. (laughs) What about wings? A six. Oh, I was hoping for a four since I'm a four. (laughs) So sorry. And then... He is an INFJ. And when I asked this morning to like just clarify, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And he was like, oh my gosh, why didn't you remember? Like so hurt that he wasn't 100% confident on his Poor Taylor. Briggs. And that's because an INFJ is the rarest Myers-Briggs combination, allegedly. Wow. And he loves that. <laughs> Seb is also very into being unique in things like that as well. Which is actually a four thing. So maybe you are. A, that's your mm-hmm. wing four showing if yeah, you are maybe. a five. But yeah, I think he's definitely altruistic um, and insightful and a perfectionist, although kind of a lazy perfectionist. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does that even mean? Okay. So a lazy perfectionist is like... He wants things to be perfect and wants to do things in a perfect way, but because that requires so much time and effort to make it exactly how he wants it, it often doesn't happen because he's too lazy to do it. (laughs) I see. So avoiding doing the thing because it's not going to be perfect? Yes, Mm -hmm. for sure. And then he took his love languages quiz last night, and actually I remembered Probably in the first two weeks that we were talking and we weren't officially dating yet, we talked about love languages. And But yeah, he retook his because he was like, I don't really remember what mine were. But the two that I thought were his top two ended up being his top two, which are um, words of affirmation and acts of service. Okay. Um, And then he's a Gemini, which is absolutely true. Okay, do you feel like you have two personalities? No. Like, do you feel like a tw- like there's twinness in you or no? No, I've never really uh, identified with Gemini as much as I have um, Aquarius and Cancer, which are my rising and moon signs. But they also okay. say that your rising sign is the one that you usually identify with. And then if you were born at night, you identify more with your moon sign than your sun sign. Oh. Were you born at night, Tay? 11.31 p.m. Hey, me too. 11.23 in June, right? Yeah. Mm, Interesting. That's weird. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I think Taylor definitely has the twin thing. Because I feel like sometimes you can be very like life of the party, hostess with the mostess. Like that's like your jam. And then sometimes you're like super 
introverted and don't want to be around people. What else should I say about you? Do you know anything human design related? I, I remember he's a 5-1 manifester, but uh, that's all I remember. I remember we, I feel like on our Utah road trip, we read a, about your, your human design a little bit and, but I don't remember now really what it was, but I think you were, you were definitely a manifester. Manifestors Actually, are kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Just I was like, feed, I re- feed that to me. <laughs> I re- no, I remember because I was like, I think you were like a generator, blah, 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 because that, and I was like, yeah, that one I think is the most common, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was like, no, I <laughs> Was not. There is I no way. Was, I was a manifester. I was the most rare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not the most rare, just rare. Yeah, just Reflectors are the most rare. Yeah, oh, okay. I yeah, being yeah, the yeah. second most rare. And Which is pretty to tough, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's 70% of the population is, are generators. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank we're goodness. the doers. We're, we're, we're both doers mm-hmm. over here. And that's true. You're both big DIYers. So, yeah. Yeah. So we have on this call, we have two generators, a projector, and a manifester. Wow, that's pretty well rounded. Mm-hmm. And two redheads. Mm. That is and a blonde really and a brunette. Yeah. And two Geminis that got? maybe don't really identify with <laughs> solely the Gemini aspect. Mm-hmm. Seb, what's your sign? I'm a Libra. Okay. But I feel like I much more identify with the rising sign, which is uh, Capricorn. He has a lot of Capricorn in his chart. Yeah. Which is like more of a do slash hustle vibe. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, you want to talk about Seb? All right, well, this is Seb. His name is Sebastian. People think that when he introduces himself that they that he's saying Seth. Because he's so uncommon. Yeah. He is redheaded with blue eyes, which is a very uncommon combination, and he thinks he's a unicorn. It actually is the rarest combination of hair and eye color in the world. Yeah. Sorry, Taylor, I got you beat on that one. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm just a brown-haired, brown-eyed... Standard. White guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll check all the boxes on that. Uh, Seb is an INTJ and an Enneagram 1 with pretty much no wings. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's a true Enneagram 1. And his top love language is physical touch, followed by what, maybe... I don't even know. <laughs> You're like, touch. the other ones don't matter. <laughs> they, they, they honestly don't. And I know that it feels a little stereotypical as a guy with with physical touch, mm-hmm. but I, it's, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You can't change it. No. Yeah. Seb works in software. He also is passionate about farming and plants and our pets and he loves to do projects loves we're building a fence right now we can't wait to put some grass in our yard sod y'all have done so much stuff to your house already and how long have you lived in that house like two years almost two years Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah there's been a ton of projects that have gone on in that house already well do you want to tell us a story of how you and i met um can i just tell you that before we got on this call I said something to Seb about this being a an episode about relationships, and he said, no, this is an episode about me and Taylor. <laughs> and our relationship. That's Yes, that's exactly what I thought. Because <laughs> I thought Why it was going to be the story of how you and I met Taylor. That's I mean, fair. you guys can absolutely talk about that. But what I meant Seb. was, do you want to tell the story about <laughs> how you and I met? I mean, I guess I can. Bracey, your wife. <laughs> 
how, how did you guys meet? Well, one day uh, I was invited to go to a tailgate game at Railhawks, the uh, local soccer club. And Gracie was one of the folks that was invited to come from another group. I did know she was coming. I was warned. I was wondering if Eric said anything to you. <laughs> yeah, I was warned and I was told to uh, to act cool and <laughs> don't mess this up. <laughs> yeah, so we had a mutual friend named Erica. who we Shout loved. out to Erica. And she had, I think, been meaning to set us up. So we both knew that the other would be at this tailgate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a lot more of Bracey's friends were invited to come. And it turned out that only Bracey came. <laughs> Which was, it was a precarious situation because I wasn't like great friends with Erica at that point. I was like tangential friends with her. So oh, okay. the fact that I said yes and nobody else did was a little awkward. Yeah. Did you say yes because you knew Seb was going to be there and you wanted to meet him? No, I just wanted to go to the game and, you know, hang out with new people. Okay. But you knew he was going to be there. She had said she wanted me to meet her friend. And so I think that I knew it was a possibility, but it wasn't like the first thought on my mind. Okay. So you didn't go into it nervous? No. Okay. I so did. were you nervous? Okay. <laughs> Which is, well, they, they told you that cool. So you were like, oh, crap. Yeah. I gotta like. Yeah. I gotta be cool. Oh, God. Gotta put some what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny because of the way it turned out. Yeah. Okay. Continue. So what happened during that tailgate was I basically avoided Bracey. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe that's true. It's, it's, it's kind of true. What really happened? This is what I did not want to happen, which is me telling the whole story. <laughs> I was trying to get him to tell the story, but he doesn't tell it right. <laughs> okay, so we meet. It's going fine. I'm, like, meeting a bunch of people that mm-hmm. I didn't know. And then our friend Sarah shows up. Okay. Wait, we skipped a part, though. What part? The food part. Because Sarah gets there while it, when the game has already started after we've gone in. And before that, we were... So as part of the tailgate experiences food and so i was uh grill grill master for the day making hamburgers and hot dogs and what i had found out that day was the ratio of ketchup to mustard that bracy really appreciates on her hot dogs i feel really strongly about hot dogs (laughs) yes she really really loving where this story is going and it's two to one on the ratio for mustard to ketchup you don't even see the hot dog by the by the time the condiments have been applied. So I think that was our first main conversation was debating about hot dog, condiments. hot dog, yeah, hot dog condiments ratios. What is your position? What do you want on your hot dog? Well, if there's chili available, I like a little chili, mm-hmm. mostly ketchup, maybe a little bit of mustard, of yellow mustard, yeah. Maybe a little bit of relish, but otherwise, it's really going to depend on what's available. I think he doesn't care, and I think he was maybe a little taken aback that I have such strong feelings about it. <laughs> I had never met yeah, you're, anybody. You're saying a lot of, you're saying a lot of like a little maybe that if they have it, but it's not a big deal. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound like you have strong preferences about it. That is true. That's a lot of our relationship. Seb doesn't have strong preferences, and I do. I feel like that maybe is true for Taylor and I for the most part, and I love that because then I just. Decide my way most of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. Okay, so Sarah gets there, and she then becomes uh, sort of the life of the party. And as part of that process, proceeds to sit right next to me and talk to me the whole game, just like you, Anna. Like twenty questions times a hundred. <laughs> yeah, is Sarah more your friend, Bracy? At that point in time, she wasn't really. 
good friends with either of us because it okay. was a similar situation with Erica where I had met her, but like we weren't great friends yet. Okay. Was she into you? No. Okay. It was just just talking. Just chatting. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was actually great for me though because. She asked all the questions that I would have asked and probably 20 more. So it worked out. I learned a lot about him. By not even talking to me. Nope. Didn't say a word. (laughs) That's honestly kind of best case scenario because then you get to learn a lot. You get to feel it out, but you don't have to put yourself out there. You're like, all right, I can kind of gauge whether I'm interested or not without doing any work. Well, then at halftime, I think Sarah got a little scolding from Erica and (laughs) we switched sides of the stadium. So the seating arrangement changed a little. Okay. Give us a little bit more time to chat. Yeah, but even after that, we didn't talk after that. Oh, I needed, so I needed, anticlimactic. I needed <laughs> a, uh, a cooling off period. It was, uh, what was it, like four months? Three months. Three months, yeah. So between the game and then when I finally asked her out on a date. <laughs> it was... Oh my like, gosh. It was about three months. Do you want to tell them why? And it was... Uh, okay, so you may not know this, but my mom actually sold me on it. Of asking her out, mostly because she, my mom knew that I really liked her, even though it was scary to me at the time. And what I told my mom at that time was like, look, if I ask her out on a date, it's probably going to end up in a mar- as, as marriage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I think that's why I was hesitant because I was scared. Yeah. I was, I, I wasn't sure if I was ready to settle down yet. Yeah. It only took him three months to get his shit together. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a lot to take in. (laughs) (laughs) Through a human design lens, it's really interesting because Seb has a defined spleen, which is like instinctual hits, like just that Mm -hmm. knowing of something. And now I know that like what he felt was a splenic hit. Mm -hmm. And it's happened since then. Oh, yeah. Like he just he just knows and he's sure about something. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that because I don't have a defined spleen. That's really crazy. Meanwhile, I just thought he wasn't into me. So I was like, (laughs) of course. I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah, were you thinking about it a lot or you were just kind of like, okay, like met this guy, he was cool, whatever. I mean, I thought he was nice, but I wasn't like upset that he didn't ask me out or anything. Um, And I kind of figured that we would end up talking again at some point anyways. Yeah. Okay, so you (laughs) go on your first date and what is it like? (laughs) So our first date was an NC State basketball game. So it was, in my mind, it was perfect. There was an event. There was something for us to watch mm-hmm. while we could still talk to each other. Well, and it seems like there's something else going on, so you don't have to, like, 100% focus on the other exactly. person and talk, like, nonstop. It takes a little pressure off. Exactly. So I thought this was perfect. Um, what I forgot and didn't realize was that most humans eat. <laughs> and so... Sure. We never get food, and then I realized later that Bracey had to eat when she got home. Mostly because he got yelled at, because I came home from the day, and I was like, it was great, but he didn't feed me anything, so I'm starving. What time was the game? It's probably like a 7 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And at the game, you weren't like, oh, should we get snacks, or like, does she want a hot dog? We've already established she likes hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would have been the wise thing. But at at this point, I didn't really eat a whole lot of food. And so I wasn't hungry. And so I thought Bracey was fine. Sure. Well, and and he's coming into this knowing he's going on a first date with his future wife. Like, the the added nerves of that. (laughs) 
no food here. <laughs> Just a high pressure situation. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was still good, though. I learned. <laughs> you sure did. Yeah. So that was a Wednesday. And then Friday, mm-hmm. he asked me to get a drink. Yep. Yep. And I had a birthday event to go to. Yes. So we went to a drink before, but I ran into one of my college friends and we ended up talking to him the whole time. So then I felt like I hadn't even talked to him. Yeah. And on the way out, I was like, well, sorry, we didn't get to talk much, but I have to go to this thing. But like, if you want to come, you can. And it was totally a throwaway, like, sure, if you want to come, you can. (laughs) And he's like, okay. Oh, God. Were you like, oh, crap. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I was surprised. And then the funniest part was the birthday was at a gay bar in Durham. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to this place. Hope you're okay with it. And I wasn't sure if I was really aware of where we were going. I just knew we were going to a birthday thing at a club. I didn't yeah. know it was a gay club, though. And you were like, I got to keep hanging out with this girl. So, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we danced and then the drag show happened. Amazing. And then we went back. And do you remember what you said? No. He kissed me and he said, I should have done that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh- Said that's such a good line. Don't forget that. I feel like that should go on like a print in your house. I should have done that on Wednesday. That's not a bad idea. That'd be cute. Seb, you could write it in your handwriting, get mm. it printed, framed. My handwriting's not that great. Oh, whatever. Seb, it's about this message. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. We went to sushi on Tuesday, and then it was Thanksgiving. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Oh, right. And then we saw each other the next Sunday. And after that, it was like game over. I mean, that was four dates in like 10 days. But yeah. What year was this? 2015? Okay. Things escalated quickly from there. Yeah. The spleen knows. Well, it took me a second to catch up. That's okay. We got there. I think that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Whenever you guys got engaged, had y'all been together a little over a year? We were dating for 13 months when he proposed, and then we were engaged for 14 months. But it was a little over a year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you guys want to tell your story? Taylor, you ready? Suit up. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to fill in some of the blanks, Anna. I'm I'm already prepared. I'm I'm the bad memory (laughs) of this relationship. So back in North Carolina, I was working at a company, and one of my good friends um, invited me and a couple other people from that company to come play volleyball with some of her friends who had work friends. It was just like a two groups of work friends coming together to play volleyball. So the first time, there were only like six of us, right? Yeah, there wasn't many. And actually, one of them was my sister, Martha. <laughs> she just happened to be um, visiting me that weekend and came to play. So that's when we first met, but there wasn't like conversation. It was just like opposite sides of the net, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember, I don't remember if it was that day or like maybe a couple of days later, I, Brittany and I were living together, just the two of us at the time. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I brought you up and I was like, what did you think of that guy? Cause I remember you made like a few like sarcastic comments that I thought were pretty funny and you had a man bun and we're good at volleyball. And I don't know. I was just like, I was like, what did you think of him? And she was like, yeah, he was cute. And I was like, yeah, he was cute. Wasn't he? I was interested to get to know you better. And yeah, you set your sights for sure. <laughs> I'm really good at getting to know people. Yeah. As I remember it, 
that that friend group just itself started to slowly develop. And so as that as that group had got to be more routine in its playing and got to spend more time together, um, that was still just like passing glances and things like that. But um, at the time when in Chapel Hill, I was living with four other guys in this house. And we were we would throw probably two or three fairly large parties per year. And so we invited everyone from that group to that. And so there at this house, there was a, a nice pasture in the backyard. And during that particular party, it was like a full moon. And so everybody kind of wandered out there and was just hanging out under the full moon. And that's when I got... <laughs> blessed? Is that what you... <laughs> I got blessed. And that's when uh, Anna and I really started to actually just talk for the first time one-on-one with more intent. And and by that, I mean, it was Anna asking uh, 101 questions and me trying to keep up. Um, I mean, she's great at the questions for sure. She was really good at the questions. And I like came away from it, like having learned a lot about her, but also being like a little stunned. Like what just, what on earth just happened? I think that's um, what happens anytime anybody meets Anna. And it's a it's a very valid reaction. And it was and like so, three hours, I think, that we talked. I mean, it was like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't that long. But in my head, I was like, we talked for a long time. It was a, it was a super long time. It didn't feel that long, though, um, which was obviously a good sign. But I came away from it feeling terrible of just like, I don't know that I asked her like any questions outside <laughs> of a, what about you? Like <laughs> 20 times. But as they were leaving, shout out to Brittany. Brittany walks up to me and says, here's her number. Wow. What a pal. <laughs> what a clutch move. Wing lady. Yeah, I was about and to just, say. And just gave it to me and just kind of gave me a look like. You better call. Yeah. <laughs> Do something. And and walked away. And did you use that number? No, not that much. <laughs> well, Taylor. Okay, here, here's, here, no, here's background. Here, here's the background that I wanted to give to all this. From like high school on, I was pretty. I was kind of a serial dater, um, so I was just constantly in relationships. And so this was actually in a period where I was purposefully like, I'm just going to stay single. Like I'm not looking for anybody. Not going to be in a relationship because I well, just constantly and it hadn't been, in been that long since your last relationship ended, right? It hadn't been a super long time. So the, I was like, outside of just like coming off of a relationship and then just setting the intent of, you know, I, I want to just be cool with myself for a little bit. So as things happen, it was very serendipitous that, of course, <laughs> here comes long Anna um, and just kind of defoiled my plans and, you know, I'm not terribly mad about it. That is my explanation for why, like, yeah, I didn't, like, immediately text you, like, the next day or anything like that. We kept having the friend hangouts, and so it just kept slowly developing from there. Yeah. What were you thinking at this time, Anna? I mean, I knew that I liked him, and I also was like, I'm pretty sure he likes me. <laughs> like, every time we're in, like, a group hangout, we end up talking to each other for an extended period of time. It's kind of flirty, but, you know, we're not hanging out one-on-one, so I don't know. And I remember you guys then had, like, a big Halloween party, and I think at that point, I was just kind of like, okay, like, he must not actually be into me because... He's not asking me out. Nothing's really going on other than that we like always end up talking to each other when our groups hang out. So I kind of avoided him on Halloween night because I was like, okay, he's not into me, so I'm not playing this game, whatever. But I remember like 
actively avoiding him. And then like later, and I felt like it made him try harder to like find me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to talk to you or whatever. And so then I think, I think you texted me maybe for the first time a week or two after that, because you were planning a mountain house weekend and you texted me and you were like, what do I have to do to get you to come? Which, I mean, that pretty much tells him like, all right, well, he likes me because he's, he want, really wants me to be able to come to this. And then, yeah, it was that mountain weekend that, I mean, really started to solidify it. Um, she pulled me aside out onto this swing on the back porch. Um, we sat there for probably, what, an hour? Yeah, so we sat out there and talked. And I think I actually was just, like, pretty straightforward. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I like you. I'm interested in getting to know you better. Like, I don't really know what's going on, but... I'm um, confused. <laughs> I'm kind of confused. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't remember exactly what you said, but I think it was kind of like... Yeah, like I am interested in you, but I'm also like, I don't know if I'm in a place to like be in a relationship. It was around Thanksgiving in 2016. So there's a lot of special time, special things happening around Thanksgiving for the four of us. Mm -hmm. I think I, after the mountain weekend, I asked you if you wanted to hang out like one day before Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, would you want to hang out either this day or this day? And you were like, well, what if I'm free both days? I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So, yeah, we hung out like the Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving, like both those nights. And then I went home for Thanksgiving and then came back on like Friday or Saturday. And then that was like, yeah, pretty much it. Like we started hanging out like every, almost every day, probably after that for a few weeks. Because I was kind of like, okay, like you're, you don't want to be in a relationship, like whatever, like we'll just hang out. Like, and then maybe after like this two weeks of us, like, you know, I mean, it's like what happens when you start a relationship with somebody you really like. It's like you're talking all the time. Like when we weren't together, we were texting, staying up till like 2 a.m., texting each other, like all that fun stuff. Yeah, like two weeks in, I don't know, we were talking about like what we were doing and like where our, where this was going and all that. And, I was like, I think we're just not calling it what it actually is. And you were like, wait, you think we're just friends? And was like, seemed so hurt that I didn't, that he thought I thought that it wasn't as big as it was or whatever. And I was like, no, I was like, I think we're dating, but we're not calling that. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I think like a week later, you asked me to be your girlfriend. Oh, like officially, like he really asked he did. <laughs> yes. well, I, I have the quote written down. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, he was like, listen, I'm all in. I'm all in on like, let's just do it. <laughs> Super cute. So did you have an official first date? Not really. We went to, I remember we went to Al's Burger Shack early on. I feel like to me, our first date was Valentine's Day, which actually was like kind of far away. But I feel like that's the first time we like went out to dinner and like went on like a date. But maybe there was a time before that that I just don't remember. No, I think you're right. We spent a lot of time either just hanging out at each other's apartments or within the friend group. Like, yeah, we were doing movies or doing like Taco Tuesdays, hanging out with the group of friends, like sometimes up to two times a week and things like that. So between yeah. that and just spending time together. Yeah, there, I wouldn't say there was as much of the like formal kind of dating structure of like going out on a date or things like that. It was just like, hey, we're into each other. Let's hang out. And yeah. We went on a lot of walks in the pasture. An anecdote that I want to tell that 
I don't know if I'll get Anna's approval on this. Um, Great. For Christmas break, which actually felt, it was like pretty brutal. It was like only a week, but it was one of those, like we were, you know, in that very much honeymoon phase of like, this feels like forever. This is awful. Like, when are <laughs> yeah. you coming back? But as she was packing up to leave, we're, we're saying goodbye, hugging goodbye. And okay, hold on. Says, <laughs> Pause. Prior, prior to me saying goodbye to him, I had been just been in my apartment. Brittany was still there. I just said bye to her. I was like, okay, bye. I love you. Like, whatever. I just said that to Brittany. Okay. Keep going. She's like turning to get in the car. She's like, all right, love you. Talk soon. <laughs> and this was like, what, a month into it? Yeah. 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 Only yeah. like two or three weeks of like being officially dating. But yeah, maybe like a month. And- and because it was like her turning away and it just kind of being an automatic like all right love you i was i knew like she wasn't telling me that she <laughs> right. loved me but but i immediately as soon as it left my mouth <laughs> covered my mouth with my hand and was like trying to take it back like oh my god i can't believe i just said that. i was mortified so you didn't mean it I think at that point, I was like, I know I'm going to love him. Like, I know that I'm going to fall in love, but I definitely did not want that to be like... (laughs) Right then. The time. (laughs) No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... Yeah, it was super embarrassing. I remember just like getting in the car and like leaving immediately, like not even like hugging you goodbye. Like, I was like, I have to get out of here. That sounds like a rom-com kind of situation. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And I remember him just like had the biggest grin on his face <laughs> of just like uh yeah. i know you didn't, I mean, know to you didn't mean that but it's really funny that you did <laughs> and then your immediate reaction following up to that was I like tried- oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just turned and walked away no, <laughs> uh, no I, I tried not to poke fun of it too much because i knew it was very obvious from her reaction how deeply embarrassed she was so it was i think <laughs> yeah. i sent a text like as you were driving away i was like Hey, like it's not a big deal, and probably <laughs> threw in a joke or something to try and like soften it. But it's one of those things that I really wanted to like harp on over the next couple months. But uh, yeah, it was from her reaction. It was apparent that that would like really cement some trauma for her. <laughs> it's a dramatic experience. It's really funny. Yeah. All right. So that was our introduction to the voice and a little bit about how we met. And since we have more to say about their personal growth stories and some relationship questions for them, we will be back with a second episode. All right. You can follow us at likeheartedpod on Instagram, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.